Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We are back. We got, um, we're kind of, I don't know, we're, we're, we're kind of balanced out with what we're doing um, just because we've been staying up so much. We haven't had any gaps. I haven't been out of town. Tim hasn't been busy. So we're going to jump right into it because we do have so much, obviously, uh, Disney news, but um, the first handful are all Disney kind of related in the end. But um, Damon, the first thing we have is Damon Lindolf. Um, so he they he departed a Star Wars film. I can't remember when it was. I just remember when it did happen. It was kind of like not popular, but things were happening with Disney where they were like, oh, hey, you know, we we don't agree with what you're doing. We don't think that it's going to work kind of stuff. So it wasn't like a huge shock when, you know, he departed the film because I think it was close to the time when um, the solo movie also had, you know, the guys leave it. But in this um, instance, um, the reason why apparently he left was because obviously there was a deferring of opinions and the differing of opinions was something to do with um, basically, I guess, what Ray was going to look like or something like that. It's not 100%, you know, it's not 100% being told. He's saying a little bit here and there, but the gist of it is, is that he was fired from the project. He's opening up about it in, like, I think it was Vanity Fair, Tim said. So... Um, it's just interesting for someone to actually come out and say, hey, I got fired. You know, you don't often see that. Usually it's, you know, kind of, oh, we left on on good terms or it just wasn't the right fit. But he just flat out came out and said, hey, I got I got canned. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, hey. You know, I'm I'm surprised that I don't say necessarily that it doesn't happen more often, but I wonder what one's. Or what people says, oh, yeah, you know, I just left because of X, Y, and Z when, you know, in all reality, it was like, hey, you're either you either leave on your own terms or we're going to fire you. So figure it out. Exactly. So, um, I mean. A lot of times you you a lot of times you expect, hey, look, we know we were going to try something experimental or different. This didn't work. You know, that's fine. And he just kind of confirmed that was, you know, what was going on. Um, the next one. So I don't know how to address this. I already know what happens. Did you watch Peter Pan and Wendy? No. Okay. So slight spoiler alert. If you don't want to know anything. But apparently in this this version of Peter Pan, it, it literally is just a retelling of Peter Pan. And it doesn't focus on Wendy as well. It just it was just a ploy, I guess, to get people to watch it. But basically, it goes in the history, and apparently, from what I've read, it basically establishes that Peter Pan and Captain Hook grew up together, and that they're it's this weird new trend where they're trying to make these villains like have a backstory where they're like, oh, they they were good at one point or something. Yeah, they were they were buddies together and then something drove them apart and now yep. now they're older and here they are. 
Exactly. Well, he, Captain Hook's older, but not Peter. So I don't well, know if it has. Yes, yes. So I mean, you I, move I, forward in time, and I want to see why they do it, why they did it, and stuff like that. But uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see, you know, just just to see what it is this weekend. I'm gonna watch it, but I'll report back on that one. Um, right. As well, and, a, and, and with it too is so. Kind of comparing, you know, like you said, just using Rotten Tomatoes. So take that with grain of salt or whatever. But like we said, with Super Mario Brothers, you know, <laughs> the critics had it low and the audience had it really high. There was a big swing on yep. this one. The critics have it at 65 and the audience have it at 15. Yep. So kind of just showing where where that's at and even like what was it imdb has a rating too it was like 4.2 out of 10 um and metacritic had it at 62 percent. so google users it yeah. says 41 percent like the movie so but with anything i mean kind of taken with a with the grain of salt because you're always it's almost like half of them you could throw them out because you're going to get you know it's almost like outliers you get ones far on one end far on the other end throw them out and you know, like, like anything, go and see it for yourself. Well, and I do believe that certain websites, I don't know how Rotten Tomato does it, but most of them actually do take a good aggregate. So they'll remove the top 10 and the bottom 10% of all reviews. Of everything, so, yeah. Yeah, because there's something we're going to talk about in a little bit that they don't do that for, and it's actually ruining this thing. Um, it's a video in our gaming session, it's a video game um, because it's getting review bombed for no apparent reason, but. Um, we will, I will give my honest review next week and we'll see what it's all about. Um, randomly dancing with the stars is returning to ABC for a new season after previous Disney plus exclusivity. Um, I want to say that there's, there hasn't been much talk about the show since it went to Disney plus and I didn't even know it went to Disney plus to be hundred percent honest, or if I did, all, I already forgot about it. The only reason why I knew about that was because of the guy that passed away when he the recently he just passed away that was the judge on um dancing with the stars he retired the year before it went to disney plus and they were doing this whole push of like oh oh come check us out on disney plus like it was a it was a big it was a big thing it was right so. well then i guess uh what's her name was saying the older guy judge is this is going to be his last season too uh really lynn, Bar lynn goodman no, that's isn't it the guy who died? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that's the guy who just passed away. Okay, then it was. No, was it him? Who's Dancing with the Stars? He was. He was judging Disney Stars. He retired the season before they went to Disney Plus. Okay, maybe that's what it. Maybe that's what it was. And I was listening. It, it was on a podcast and shows what I was paying attention. Um, yeah, I bet you it was before it went over. Yeah, he died. It was April 24th. Um, 22nd. Yeah. And don't that, don't, yeah, put, that, yeah, don't so. put that on my birthday. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no. They Actually, were, the it, funny thing is, is his birthday was, oh, uh, he just missed his birthday. April 25th was his birthday. He died on April 22nd. Yeah, he was only 78, but no, yeah, so... Um, yeah, 78 in 363 days. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know... Um, 
I really don't know um, the reason why it's went to exclusive to Disney Plus. It doesn't make sense to me because it did have a fairly steady viewing audience. And with the success of um, The Mass Singer, even when mm-hmm. The Mass Singer is having a bad season, it is a similar kind of entertainment. And with the next thing happening, maybe this is in relation to that uh, mm-hmm. because the Writers Guild of America did. Uh, <laughs> Begin its strike actually yesterday, I think at midnight. So this morning at 12 a.m., they started their strike. Um, and th- for those of you that don't know, um, they are basically getting royally screws on stre- really screwed on streaming. Um, they don't have any rights when it comes to streaming. A lot of times they're working way more for less money, and it's just not great. It's not great for them because they're working extra hard and they're not getting a living wage, especially when you're living in L.A. The last time this happened, the last time this happened, it ruined. It got the show Heroes canceled. It got the continuation of Scrubs canceled. Like all these different shows were basically they're ended because of it. Lost happened during this one. So and the big problem now is you have so many people who are writer directors writer everything so this was actually the boom of like jersey shore came out after this and all this non-scripted reality tv came out because of the last writer strike so fingers crossed they can get it resolved but um reality tv is going to be taking it you know up a notch right and what i saw too is this really going to affect well i mean besides everything is like the late night shows as well Yes, so, there will not be any late night late night shows tonight. Yeah. Um uh May 3rd. Uh and uh Jay Leno, I think he came he came back after I think like two months, I think he they said. And they were like really against him because you know he is a comedian, he can write his own stuff, but they were kind of anti him. So um next, this one's weird. So uh, Jamie Foxx was hospitalized after, after uh, for three weeks after a medical comp- complication. I knew he was in the hospital. They said it was touch and go. It was crazy. And the only person that was talking about it was like, I think, Bow Wow. There was a couple of random like rappers that were like, yeah, we went and visited him in the hospital. And I was like, wait, what? That's kind of crazy, you know? So, right. um. I'm not going to, uh, you know, guess what he had going on, but I will say it wasn't good because he was there for three weeks. That's never good. So, yeah, exactly. Um, this one right here is, it made me very happy. So fan favorite character, Peter, um, who is played by actor Rob Delaney. Um, is going to return and join the MCU and make an appearance in Deadpool 3. Uh, for those that don't know, Rob Delaney, um, he's in, I'm going to tell you right now what show he's in, because um, he went through a lot of stuff. So he lost a child, um, and he did a whole like book tour on it. He was in a show called Catastrophe that I loved. It was an Amazon, uh, Amazon Prime original. Um, and I didn't realize that was him in Deadpool until after I had watched, you know, for quite a bit. Apparently, he's in the upcoming show Black Mirror, too. But um, 
he's gonna be he played Peter, who was just a regular dude. He wasn't he didn't have any superpowers. He was just a regular dude that was ready to go with a cool mustache. Tim likes mustaches, so I think that's why he made sure to put that on here. So everyone mm-hmm. that wanted Peter to be MCU canon, he is gonna be MCU Cannon Canon. Um I forgot this movie was even being made. Um, we did get a new trailer for Neil Bloomkamp's uh, Gran Turismo, starring David Harbour and Orlando Bloom. And the way they did this is amazing, because it is based on a true story. Um, they, the Gran Turismo game did bring a team of kids who were the top-ranked kids in Gran Turismo that had, like, home setups with, you know, actual racing kits, like, they had shifters. They had everything inside of a little cage. Um, and they took them and put them in real supercars, basically. And this movie tells that story. Um, and it's starring David Harbour and Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom plays the crazy guy that's doing it, basically. And David Harbour is the guy training him. It looks fantastic. It looks like so much fun. And uh, I'm excited to watch this movie. Actually excited. Well, and the thing is, is, I mean, David Harbour has been in since Stranger Things is wrapped up. He's been in a lot of things like coming out within, you know, three or four months apart from each other because he was in that like bad Santa one or evil. He, Saint vi- uh, it was vi- yeah. Violent Night. Violent Night. Violent yeah. Night. Yeah. And then there's this one. And I think there was another one that he's in, too. And, and then he's also, going, he's, and also then, he's also filming the the Marvel one too right now. That's right. Yep. And, and then he'll be coming that. Um. That and then he was in. We have a ghost. That's right on Netflix. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then coming back, you know, filming a uh, Stranger Things. Uh, maybe. Maybe. The last one. So. Maybe. Maybe we might not get it. Writer strike. Never know. Yeah, well, uh, no. We'll we'll get it. Just maybe delayed. Yeah. Um, Indiana Jones: The Dial of Destiny is going to open with twenty five minutes of de-aged Harrison Ford, and I saw the article and they joked that basically they said Harrison just acted like he was thirty. So right, I'm yeah. interested to see what they do with this. Um, I saw some there. Um, I'm pretty sure. The guy that they had do the de-aging is the guy who fixed that Robert De Niro movie, the Netflix one, where he actually went through and corrected the de-aging they did in the film, and it looked legitimate, like, way better. And he's some guy on YouTube that does it, like, professionally. That's what he does, is, like, just drops YouTube videos. And I believe ILM, uh, or was it, which one is the one that does it? Lucas... Uh, yeah, industrial line magic. Yeah, ILM. He got hired by them, so that's how good he is. So, hopefully, it's not anything stupid, and I hope it's actually good. But we'll see what happens with that. Um, another amazing one: Super Mario Bros. has jumped over one billion dollars at the global box office. It is still. Number one. And my favorite thing I've heard so far is people are like, this like way opens the door. And I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, you could do a Mario Kart thing. You could do 
all these different spinoff movies. They had a funny one where they, they, they legitimately were joking, like, do a Days of Thunder version with all the characters. Like, they're going around the tracks. You have, like, Waluigi is the one that's, like, the one that's the bad guy. And you find out that he just was is down and out. Like, it, the idea is amazing. But I'm super happy that they're, they're making the jump over $1 billion just because it's, it's, it's well-deserved. It's well Right, exactly. And I didn't know this. The runtime is only an hour and a half. Yep. I thought it would have been like a two a two hour nope. uh, or closer to two hour movie, but only an hour and a half. No, that's awesome. Yes, I think, uh, I, I think it's 1.04. I think because it's actually directed at kids um, legitimately, yeah. they were saying that they wanted to keep it underneath a certain time because there is apparently a bunch of extra footage that, did, that didn't get used that explains certain things in the film a little bit better, but they're like, kids don't care. So cut it out. So right, uh, exactly. Save it for the uh, the Blu-ray release. Exactly. Um, Kevin Costner is going to be exiting Yellowstone after season five. Now I did my digging because this has been again an ongoing thing for like the past month. So the whole entire this this all started. The whole entire cast went to the CMT Awards or the American Country Music Award, ACMs, one of the two. And they were supposed to walk the red carpet. None of the stars showed up. And like the second level cast are the only ones that showed up. And an executive from uh, Paramount showed up. Or Fox. I can't remember. One of the ones. Whichever one. I can't remember who it was. It was an executive from the network. And rumors started swirling that, well, Kevin Costner only wants to work so many days a week. And doesn't want to do a full filming schedule. He doesn't want to. Do this. I think it was like six days a month is basically what he wanted to work. Well, that all is going on. He's the him and Taylor Sheridan, the guy who created all these shows, have been fighting. I guess he's also the uh, Taylor Sheridan's also the one behind Mayor of Kingstown and um, that new event, uh, the new Sylvester Stallone, Tulsa King one. Like he's behind all these huge stuff. He's like crazy good. So there was that. And then I don't know if Tim knew this. So. Mm-hmm. They announced today that he was leaving today. Yesterday, it was announced that his wife of 18 years or 19 years 18. was falling for divorce. That is not the news I'm talking about, Tim. That is not the news I'm talking about. So it announced that he was leaving. And then the day before was his wife was divorcing him. But there has been rumors that one of the cast members on Yellowstone knocked up another cast member. So another cast member is pregnant by someone else on the cast so everyone is trying to figure out like is kevin Costner cheat on his wife whatever but he is gone the from everyone that i've watched that's caught, that i've talked to that's caught up with yellowstone they're like the current season if they were to end after this season it's the show's kind of ran its course they're like it's not like you could go very much further that's why they're doing a spinoff that's why they're doing these other shows because the current layout is 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 basically there's nothing else you could do with it. No, well, I mean at least you know it's ending in a in a good spot and not I like mean, oh you, we were just in so. the middle of something. Well, no, it's still in the middle. The season's not over yet. They haven't even filmed it yet. <clears throat> no, I know, but you you just said if it ends right now, then it you know it'll it'll be fine. Well, after the <clears throat> season, yes, yes. If it ends after yeah. the season, everyone is saying they could end it. So they apparently they're trying to figure out when they're going to film, and they've been this. That's been the problem is the ongoing strife. So 
um, we're going to see after the writer's strike what happens, but I'm not optimistic. Um, this one, I didn't even know they had this, but I'm, I'm not sure if I would want to do this, but there is a Megabus. Megabus is returning to California, linking Sacramento to Los Angeles. So on it, it used to be, I know a lot of, uh, well, I shouldn't say a lot of people I know is really popular down from like LA to Vegas, Megabus, and it's like a double-decker bus where you could kind of, it's like a glorified Greyhound type deal on it. You know, it's got the Wi-Fi, it's got plugins. Um, actually, do I know somebody that took it? No, they're talking about it uh, on it. So I didn't know it left. I thought it just, you know, kind of just stopped but now it's back so sacramento to los angeles pretty sure weren't we supposed to have a train that did that that goes very fast like the speed of a bullet but huh weird so now they have a, a mega bus that that does it so i would be interesting if the route from like uh, los angeles because i think it was it left the arctic area um Anaheim Regional Transit Center, I think is what it's called, uh, by Disneyland over by the Honda Center, and it left mm -hmm. from there and would go to Vegas, and then obviously, you know, would return back. So, um, but yeah, and I know it's uh, very reasonably priced for what you get, uh, and like I said, it it looks to be, um, from what I remember, a you know, not that Greyhound was is bad or anything like that, but kind of a a step up the uh, step up from Greyhound because it only goes kind of certain routes where Greyhound kind of goes up and down the state. Well, and I think it'd be it's better too than than Amtrak because Amtrak you have to get off and ride a bus from Bakersfield yep. to L.A. and that from Bakersfield seem like it's up and over. Yep. Yeah. No. So. Exactly. So, um, and then lastly, in the general pile, um, guests aboard Disney Wish stuck in Nassau due to technical issues and weather conditions, and their itinerary has been modified. A lucky you. Right, exactly. Well, I mean, I guess there's worse places to be at, but what they were saying is everyone's starting to get a little stir crazy, which I get, um, and that they are not going to Castaway Cay. And are coming straight back to, uh, um, I believe that they now have gotten it fixed and have left and are coming straight back to um, Florida. Mm -hmm. So that kind of stings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, oh, and they all, what was it? And they offered them like $100 ship credit and like 20% off their next. Uh, their next like booking their next cruise so oh, really there you go yep well congratulations right yeah um now on to the gaming pile we're going to end it with a review from tim but uh so star wars jedi survivor um is already discounted at amazon for ps5 and xbox uh part of the reason why i think is is there's there's literally no point in um in having it on PS5 or Xbox from Amazon, because you could just get it through the at the game store, 
and they legitimately probably already have bonuses that you get from getting it from those stores. Same as when you get it from PC and you order the higher level one. Um, the thing that I heard of the downside of everything is I heard that people are review bombing it for the graphics because apparently the graphics on PS5 and Xbox they feel are not up to par. I don't truly care what they say about it. Don't review something that you haven't played. All the v- stuff I've seen, the reviews that are legitimate, they have legitimate issues, are bug fixes. And all the content that I've seen, it looks like it works fantastically. So, you know, it is it is what it is. Um, it's discounted. I am probably going to get it after I get the uh, other game that Tim's going to talk about. Uh, but, you know. We'll see how it does in the next podcast if it's gone down any more in price. Right. Well, right now I'm looking at it for PS5. The standard, <clears throat> the standard edition is thirty dollars, and that's a forty percent discount. How so standard? How is it forty percent? <clears throat> because it's normally forty nine ninety nine, so fifty bucks, and it's thirty bucks. It's only so. forty nine. It's only forty nine ninety nine. I thought yep. PS five was like more closer to sixty bucks. So just the the PS five standard is yeah forty nine ninety nine, and right now it's like I said, it's thirty bucks. Um, Xbox One standard is twenty seven dollars. That doesn't count. You said Xbox One. <laughs> yep. You need Series Xbox Series. Uh, well, this is just on just the page that I have up right now. Um, Xbox Series X uh, standard is no discount, sixty nine eighty eight. Okay. And then deluxe is eighty nine ninety eight. Why is that? Hold on, wait. What is going on here? Are you sure it's PS5 or is it PS4? Platform for display, PS5 edition standard. Huh. From Shopville USA. And then this one just from regular Amazon is $69.99. Hmm. Well, yeah. <clears throat> if you want to get it, get it, folks. Um, Whatever, this, right? This one is kind of big, not big at all. Um, Bungie has won another lawsuit. Against a cheat distributor for twelve million dollars, it's the second one they've won against a cheat seller this year. Um, the problem is they're never going to collect on that money because you can't. They're most of them are out of the country, so I don't know what they're even trying to do. It doesn't make any sense to me. Right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the nice thing is is that they did win the lawsuit, so obviously there was something there. But right. What does that exactly entail? Like you said, okay, it's, hey, won twelve million dollars. Okay, well, they went bankrupt, so there you go. Good job. You know, they protected their assets. So, see you later. I I don't know, but I mean, obviously, they've done it twice. So yeah, <clears throat> maybe Call of Duty needs to get with them and get some uh, get it going in their game. But I wouldn't know because I can't play it. Well, uh, next, my favorite, Tim has been playing Dizzy Speedstorm. Now, before Tim goes into his review, um, basically, the way that Disney has been doing stuff through Steam and through Nintendo, 
Um, they had the Disney uh, Dream. What was it called? It was a. It was. It's a. It's a. Yeah, it's like a, it's... It's like a Sims type skate type game. You do mm. missions, you earn stuff yeah. with different characters and whatnot. Well, um, that game is going to be free to play sometime this year. Well, you in order to get early access and everything to get into the beta, it's like a pay to play beta. And you got early access, but it's like it's like a long early access. Um, Tim paid for the founders pack. There's three different founders packs, but um, you have access now until the game drops. The game might not drop until 2024. So in reality, you're getting more than six months of access for a game. In reality, you also right, get exactly. founders pack stuff. You get extra bonuses and all that kind of stuff. Tim has been playing it, and now Tim will just talk a little bit about the game itself. <laughs> just give us a brief overview of, of you know, because most people see it and think, oh, it's it's Disney's version of, of Mario uh, Kart. Mario Kart, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the one that you're thinking of was D- uh, Disney's Dreamlight Valley, and the reason I bring it up is because there's some similar um, currency systems that they use on it to rank up uh, your player uh, on it, so... Yeah, like you said, you know, there's different uh, founder packs on it, and obviously the it will be free. But right now, it's obviously not free. You have to pay for it. That's why you get the early access. And the more the higher tiers you get, the more um, you know perks you get in it. Uh, and it's similar to like a, a Call of Duty, a Fortnite, where it has a a season pass um, on it. And so you can progress through that. They have a starter circuit as well, which you learn how to run the different characters and their attributes and kind of a circuit race on that um, as well and earning different loot items through that. And then they have, uh, uh, what else do they got? Obviously like private matches, uh, whatnot. They have limited time events, which is pretty cool, similar to like a, uh, Fortnite, where they have the different tournaments that you can do uh, on different days, or this one, it's kind of s- same thing, and you get different loot items through that. And the cool thing with that is, is on some of them, you only get like two or three tries uh, on it. And like anything, since it's a karting game, it's basically, you know, Mario Kart, but all Disney characters is time is of essence so the fastest lap you know gets gets you on on top of the leaderboard and how you get for the limited time events they have you know top 100 percent. so as long as you finish the race you're on it and then top 75 50 25 5 percent 10 percent on it and the higher up you are in that the more um perks you get from that once the that limited time event is over with um then they have like a ranked multiplayer which is a you use your own character and race against other characters um or race against other players with their character so say i'm a level 10 i could be racing against somebody that's like a level 25 on it um and then there's also i can't remember there's another multiplayer but it's almost like um, like NASCAR, where, hey, you could uh, only use, the, there's a cap on it, and you have to pick the characters on it. So then at that, it's just, okay, 
who is the better racer and could use their different um what do you want to call them battle items i guess you'd say during the race uh and then the racing i mean it's it reminds me so much of of mario kart on it you get um on the ground there's different markers that you know kind of gives you speed boost and then they have the different uh boxes that you get and depending on what box um well i guess not depending on what box you get um depending on what character you have gives you their different battle attributes on it like some of them will be um like a it's like a disc thing that they throw out and some of them have two or three different ways you could do it one of them is just the standard way so like on the disc one they just throw it out there randomly um if you hit somebody hey that's great but it's just randomly throws it off bounces off the walls goes then you could throw it behind you um and same thing you just you just throws it behind you know throws it behind you so if you got somebody right on you you could turn around throw behind you and it stuns them um or you could charge it and throw it and that one goes to the nearest person that's in front of you and hits them so it's kind of like a guided one um and on it either one you could use any one of those three whether it's the regular one or the charged one uh off of any box so it's not like oh for a charged one i have to get like two boxes and then i could uh you know it'll be charged up where you could throw charged ones every single time if you want to uh on it so based on your character it gives you different um you know the the battle things that you can do in the game but no i i like it i enjoy it it's awesome been going through the starter circuit and now through the season excuse me, the season pass and ranking the different characters up and seeing, you know, okay, I like this one because he's got different, you know, the different attributes that I like versus this guy. And then they have different classes on them, like speedsters, uh, trickster, brawler. Um, I want to say there's a couple other ones um, on it. And I can't remember what they are. So, um but with them, like the speedster, obviously he's going to get more or his, uh, you know, his battle attributes would be more like for speed, if that makes sense. Um, and then like a battle guy or a brawler, he'd get stuff that would be more so um, to stun guys, uh, different different racers in the game. So it's cool. It's awesome. The music is pretty cool, too, because, say, you're racing on, like, the Jungle Book track. It has, you know, the Jungle Book music in the background, and at different points, it has kind of different songs um, on it. But it's very subtle in the background. Um, So, but, no, it's awesome. I like it. I've been playing it a lot. And and it's uh, compatible with the Steam Deck as well. So, that that works out if you're want to play a portable well, and, that's good oh, to hear. and, and, cr- and cross hear. platform too well i mean there's nothing there's no real games that, that aren't cross platform anymore so oh, if you yeah, madden is if you do make what do you mean madden's not cross platform Madden's not cross platform if i'm pc i can't play you on xbox hmm. well i mean most most and, normal and fifa as well because are... i know those those are like the two big ones that have come out 
recently, and everyone's like, oh, is it going to be? And it's not. Well, it ain't going to be FIFA no more, so they'll probably fix that. Right, exactly, exactly. And the only reason I know Madden is because two of my buddies have Xbox, and I'm like, ooh, hey, I have Xbox Game Pass. Let's see if it works. Oh, no, it doesn't. Well, that might be a Game Pass thing, though, too. Well, no, it says it's not cross cross platform at all okay um now we're gonna move to our amusement park stuff um first thing we got is the new halloween horror nights uh 32 speculation map includes four original houses and more they're always changing them based on what's popular for the time so i'm sure we're gonna see again probably a walking dead one for the last time and then moving on to other different kinds of things um Right. The Universal theme parks did see a 25% revenue increase in first quarter of 2023. And of course, it's called Super Mario World. Yeah. And then uh, Universal Studios Florida, The Simpsons, Big Pink Donut increases in price again. It must be in high demand. That's why they're doing it. So, right. Exactly. Um, on to the Disney parks piles and general pile. First one is Walt Disney Hometown Museum and Citizen to host Walt Disney's Marceline event honoring 100 years of Disney. I do know the town that he's from often does stuff like that, so it is kind of cool. Exactly, and it's cool that they're do. it's not just uh, theme park specific. It's that they're doing it, obviously, in his at his hometown as his well. His hometown, yeah. Um, so this one I know. So there's a new limited edition... Cal Kestis lightsaber, which is um, the character from Jedi. Uh, uh, what's the game called again? Jedi Survivor? Fallen Order. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yeah. Uh, it's Fallen Order. It's same thing. They're both the same guy. Um, but that is dropping tomorrow. So actually, when you hear this, it will have dropped yesterday for May 4th. And then now on Shop Disney, you can get the Luke Skywalker Return of the Jedi 40th Anniversary Lightsaber. For those that don't know, Tim will be, uh, if you want some Star Wars shirts, Tim, there is Roosevelt's exclusively dropping on Shop Disney tomorrow morning tomorrow. at 8 a.m. Yeah. And they have some exclusives, more exclusives that haven't been shown yet that are dropping on the app at noon, I think, or 9, or 9 a.m., I think. So, um Disney artists have released limited edition prints for Disney's 100 celebration. I know they commissioned a bunch of them that are from different artists that are probably, um, you know, they want to kind of keep the, keep the paintings and everything going because it's, you know, one of those things where they make their money off of those, especially with Disney 100. Um, there was a new Disney make a wish license plate revealed that, 150 wishes have been granted. 150,000. Yeah. Did I say that? You said just 150. Oh, no. 150,000 wishes have been granted. Um, So that's pretty awesome. That's a lot of wishes. Like a lot of wishes. Right. Um, We also, so Adventures by Disney announces three new destinations, including Columbia. Um, I remember when the... When the Adventures by Disney thing started, they, they only had a handful, and it was yep. like these ones will be included soon. And it was like probably like what a list of like a hundred places that were like yeah, it was, soon. It was a lot. Yeah. It, it was like that. They all they all showed up. So right. Columbia is a random one to have on there, but hey, right? Oh, did Pablo Escobar donate something to Disney or something? Yes. Um, 
Have Box Ghost Engineer Daniel Joseph inducted into Florida Inventors Hall of Fame. Um, congratulations to him. That's pretty cool. Right. Um, Thank you for is, the Hatbox Ghost. Yeah. Um, Resorts Abroad, we have a live-action aerial character meet-and-greet coming to Disneyland, Disney's Hollywood Studios, and Disneyland Paris this summer. Um, let's see if they keep it accurate. Um, one cool thing I will say, I saw a local a junior play we took the kid to go see a play for the first time and it was little mermaid and i loved it because i didn't know that the musical uh little mermaid junior includes uh the play which it's a musical and a play it's i guess it's both um includes her sisters which i thought was kind of cool oh, nice uh, the girl that was ariel was amazing she sang really well so it was pretty awesome um shanghai disney and resort announces a marvel fan fest Right now, because this month, well, that's crazy. Yep. That's kind of, yeah, awesome. Wow. Um, and then a guest was banned from Shanghai Disneyland for smoking in park, confronting police, and forcing a parade to be canceled. Awesome job. You're sounding like the Florida people. Right. Well, maybe he was already banned from Walt Disney World, so he had to go to the next best one. I guess. Hey, that Shanghai has that uh, Pirates of the Caribbean I really want to ride, man. Right. Um, on to Walt Disney World, there's a new Lightning Lane sign installed to avoid confusion at Peter Pan's flight at Magic Kingdom. Um, Peter Pan's flight, bro, I don't know what, that ride is boring. I'm sorry, that ride is boring. That line is never less than an hour, ever, ever. For, for which, well, are you talking about Disney World, Disneyland, both, both of them? Both of them. My my wife does not like you anymore, but that's okay. <clears throat> you can make it up to her. Yeah, no. <laughs> on um, on ours and when we went to uh, in Disneyland, yeah, we went there kind of pretty much right at rope drop, and it was about half an hour, and never really got. It was a solid about forty five fifty minutes. Um, the whole time we were we were there and kind of looking on, on the app on it. But I know with that. It can be, obviously, we don't have lightning lanes in uh, in Disneyland, but I could see that how it can be confusing, especially with multiple lanes um, on it. And if I remember right, theirs is kind of in a, not necessarily a weird area, but um, a more heavily trafficked area. So at least they yeah, you know, are making it easier yeah. for their for the, the lightning lane people, because I mean, they, they did pay for it. Yeah. Um, this one's kind of cool. I like, I, I never bought anything from them, but I always like look at their stuff. Uh, the yep. first court court retail location opens at Disney Springs. Um, I believe they used to have one in Monterey that we would stop in just to look at all the stuff. Cause it was kind of interesting. Um, yep. but that's pretty cool. Um, magic happen float happens. Float evacuates performers remain stuck in the hub after parade at Disneyland. Awesome. Oh, that was supposed to be in Disneyland. Oh, oh well. It got Oops. moved up. There we go. Um, Walt Disney World cast member Constance Lynn Campbell has been found deceased. What? Yeah, there's a missing cast member. Um, and then after a couple of days, she was found um, not alive oh, anymore. So that's sad. the thing is, is like, oh, hey, she's found. Oh, cool. But she's not alive yeah. anymore. So I yeah. do feel like there's a lot. Most of the workers at Disney World, all the properties are younger than the, the people at Disneyland. I feel like you see a lot more older people at Disneyland. 
Yeah, yeah. And this one, I mean, this was in in uh in uh in older Galaxy 65. So Oh, it was. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So I guess she was last seen on Friday, April 28th on her way to work at Disney's Animal Kingdom and then so there was no signs of foul play and investigation is ongoing. Well, that's sad. So, um, yeah, yeah, she's uh, found dead in her in her hotel room. That's sad. Um, Disney's Hollywood Studios window has been dedicated to former Imagineer uh, Bob Weiss has been installed. Um, I did show Tim a cool. I uh, sent him a TikTok of how they do it. It's the coolest mm-hmm. thing ever. I've seen them making those windows. It's amazing. Yep. Yeah. No. Uh, exactly. And there'll be more windows in the Disneyland pile. Yep. Uh, Walt Disney World is celebrating a world of voices with offerings for Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Um, that's pretty awesome. Um, no more so that. Uh, we got a new Timon Sipper coming to Disney's California Adventure Animal, Disney's Cannibal, Disney's Animal Kingdom um, Thursday. So it's actually already out by the time you guys hear this. Benton, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it looks cool. It, it's kind of elongated, like a. a it, even though it's shaped like him, it does give that more traditional sipper feel. So right. that's pretty cool. Um, Disney is surveying guests about Guardians of the Galaxy comic Cosmic Rewind Q options. And I have a feeling I know why it's like that. So every time they switch how the Q works, they always have reservations available super late that day whenever they switch them back and forth. So I get a feeling people don't understand or when they change it, they're not kind of, you know, understanding which one's going on. So maybe they want to switch to one permanently. Right, exactly. Well, and if you're there on a multi-day vacation, there could be, you know, some days that it's virtual queue, some days that it's not. Or, hey, it's later in in the evening. Oh, let's just go over there. But, oh, nope, you still got to get a virtual queue um, on it to still ride it. So... We'll see see what the um, <clears throat> what the options are and what uh, Disney World decides to do with it, um, yep. or do they just uh, do like what they did with um, <clears throat> Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway at Disneyland and have it there for what month, month and a half, and then just go for um, no virtual queue, but possibly. You know, they always have the caveat where, oh, on busier days, we may bring it back. It wasn't even a month. It was like two weeks. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, Peyton Manning and Phil Simms ride in Cavalcade and film at Magic Kingdom. So they're doing a commercial for something, I bet, because I've been seeing. Right. I've well, been and seeing Tony Robo get... and a bunch of stuff, too. So <laughs> Yeah, I do get Phil Simms because he was the first one. After the Super Bowl that said, you know, hey, where are you going? I'm going to to Disneyland. But I wonder what Peyton Manning is there for. Or it could be a insurance. It could be be nationwide. Could be that. Or it could be um, a new show that he's doing, too, on ESPN Plus or something. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Maybe they're doing an interview and then maybe they're doing, like, the history of, like, parades at Disney for that stuff. Yep. And since, yeah, and since Phil Simms was the... The first one. First one, yeah. Um, and the, my favorite one of this pile, Central Florida Tourism Oversight District Board is going to sue Disney in response to the federal lawsuit against them. 
I'll tell you what one thing, heck? they just they just formed that tourism board and now they're they're doing big things. I mean but there you go. So you you could if you want to read into that more so be my guest and have at it, but figure I just throw it in there because I didn't know that that's what they were doing and there you go. So let a judge hash it out. That's crazy, man. That like I mean it's interesting. I mean it's like we were talking, I mean it's either way here it's it's big. It is on 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 the the possibilities or the potential outcome of that. Yeah, because I mean it, it might it probably doesn't end in a stalemate eventually, but from what I hear people there that's that's basically what they they talk about. So right. um now on to Disneyland, we have uh Semi-detached poolside studio rooms shown in new renderings of the villas at Disneyland Hotel. Um, they're pushing stuff really hard now to get this stuff kind of promoted because I know they're going to start their their bookings if they haven't already started. Um, so they're going to want people to start planning ahead for like the next year when everything gets completed. Um, right. And and the cool thing is, is since they're have taken some scrims down on the uh, the villas that tower there is you could see because remember they had those two stories uh, suites that were in there yes. that you could see there will be two of them it looks like and you could see where those are at basically if you're looking at it from the pool will be the upper left hand corner of them okay. um, and they stick out because they're two stories um on it and there's and they're i believe they're one on top of each other they're not side by side they're on top of each other okay um, on it and then uh as far as like the the poolside studios it's weird they're like cabanas but they're well they're like studio cabanas if that makes sense but the weird thing about it is is it's two stories so it looks like there's about 10 or 12 of them like five or six on the bottom five or six on the top but the weird thing is, is since they're like they're poolside, well, as they say here, poolside studio rooms, if you have the ones on the top, that means you have to walk down right. stairs to get down and then go into the pool. Right. I want the ones on the bottom where I just walk into the pool. I mean, that's the whole thing with the cabana is having it right, right there going in <laughs> into the pool. Um, maybe there's on maybe it. There's we maybe there's something we don't know about. Maybe they're gonna have special access or something like that. that makes it right. Well, and then and then the other thing is, is if you have a deck out front, you're gonna have to have some type of fencing or whatnot around it so people don't fall off. So that's gonna be it's be curious to and see how they if, do that if, and not make it you, look ugly. What if you have a bottom floor one you want to tan on your balcony, your back patio thing, and you can't because someone's above you? Right, exactly, exactly. It just looks, I don't know, it looks weird. And I get it because they only have a certain amount, limited amount of space to right. do it. Um, so, but I guess they, I mean, they look like basically like a small studio hotel room um, on it. And it, you could kind of see it uh, from the downtown Disney parking lot. Because everyone's like, what's this building back here? It's just a weird random building. Well, it's for, it was these, the poolside studio rooms. Okay. So, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's interesting. We'll see when it's fully done. Yeah. Um, 
Disneyland adds the new Main Street USA window for Make-A-Wish Foundation, which is the first one, I believe they said, that has been for a foundation ever. Um, And so um, I did send Tim the video I'd sent him was of um, them making one of the windows similar to Make-A-Wish, which is very fascinating. So uh, congratulations to them. And And Make-A-Wish. Yeah, and Make a Wish got three windows. Three, not, yes, not just one. Just the one. Yeah, they got three. They got three was, windows. And I and think it's they over and it's by. Not even, it's not even double paint. It's like it's like single. Like I know sometimes they'll say yeah. it's two windows, but what it'll be is it'll be like a a window that has two panes to it. This is no. This is a full on. Yeah, like yeah, top and a bottom. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, this is three windows, and it's over by the. Um, Oh, I can't wait. They, I'm gonna call it the Make a Wish room, but their lounge area, yes. which is over by the first aid station in Disneyland. And which, like you uh, said, it's the, huh? that first aid station is amazing, by the way. Yeah. Um, and it's like you said, the first one that is um, for an outside nonprofit. Yes, it is connected to, it has a tie to Disney, but it's not like a former employee or anything like right. that. Correct. Um, we did get a video uh, that we posted of uh, Chris Pratt and Jimmy Kimmel uh, pranking people um, getting off of the Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout ride. You have to watch it to see because it's um, pretty hilarious and I can't do it justice. Just know that they're pranking people as they walk out. They're using this new technology that I've seen before where you stand in this um, box, basically, and with the light, it projects your image as a 3D image like you're actually there into another box in a different location. And um, it's absolutely hilarious. So you guys got to watch it. Um, Right. Exactly. And it's funny. It's some of the people don't. I'll just say just one part really quick because I don't think they got it. It's like, oh, how 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 I think Chris Pratt says the girl's name. He's like how'd you know my name? And she's wearing a button that has her name on it. And she's like, Oh my gosh, I can't. How'd you know my name? It's like, Oh my gosh, come on. So yeah. It's, it's pretty like there's, there's stuff that they, that they say that you wouldn't realize it if you were that person, but you know, they're picking up on it, you know, all of their name on the button. Yeah. Type deal. Yeah. So it's like a 10 minute video. Um, we also have, uh, fan, the Fantasmic stage has been walled off at uh, Tom Sawyer Island. Um, I think part of it, I don't think they're going to take it away, but I do know that they're like dead serious about um, making sure people can actually still go on Tom Sawyer Island. So I know people were kind of like, oh, you know, when are they going to bring it back? And it's like, well, they're going to bring it back, but it's in their own time. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not anything, you know, immediate because everyone's like, Oh, we want it back. We want it back. And it's like, no, that's, that's not the way this is going to work. Um, they're going to have to rush it. No, you can't rush it because it's, it's a big, I mean, they have to figure out what they have to figure out what happened first of all. And then they have to go through the protocols of like, how can we prevent this from happening? They're probably going to make, some sort of new, uh, I don't know, rules based on it, I guess you could say, just because, I mean, it it wasn't great, especially when they show people trying to put stuff out the way they were trying to put stuff out. It just looked really bad. I was, 
I was shocked that Disney looked like that because, you know, we know Disney, they weren't prepared at all. And um, uh, now they're going to have to deal with the consequences, I guess you could say. But, you know, fingers crossed they get it back open as soon as possible because um, when I go, I want to see it. And I, they have plenty of time for me. I'm not going to go for a while, but, you know, we'll see what happens with that. Um, Hyperion Theory Courtyard cleared as Rogers. The musical prep work continues at uh, California Adventure. Um, I know a lot of people have been taking pictures in front of it because I don't think it's it's not like fancy looking. But what they're doing is is they're they're getting it back to what it looked like for Aladdin. And I remember uh, Tim and I we did we watch Aladdin together. We went to the showing of Aladdin, <laughs> didn't we? Yeah, we were there the last weekend that it was. Um... It was open. That's right. That it was that it was open. Not the last day, but no, I think the it last weekend on, on like Sunday, and we were there either like Friday or Saturday. So, yeah, and so what I will say is, is it, it get I read the vibes I've been getting. Everyone taking pictures is is the old vibes of um, seeing it, seeing you know Aladdin there. It made me excited. I was like, man, I I'm feeling kind of nostalgic for that show. So it was kind of cool seeing that there. Um, and they're getting it all. I don't know if they're going to change the theme of it slightly on the outside. Cause I know they do that sometimes too, where they'll, um, kind of make everything look a little bit more different because it's a different musical. It's not the same musical. So we'll see what they do with it. I'm excited. Um, a new jazz kitchen sign installed Dunda district express window closed for reimagining. So what that means is, is. Uh, I don't think we're going to be having any more of uh, the jazz kitchen the way we knew it. So uh, everyone be prepared for whatever this reimagining is going to be because it's not going to be uh, pleasant for most of the people who really, really loved it. Because whenever you see reimagining, that's always bad news. Well, bears. that's just for the express window on the outside, the quick service window on the outside. But that's so, that's so popular. That's like one of the most popular ones I ever see downtown Disney. Oh, yeah, because everyone gets it when they go back to their hotel, whether they're going to um, uh, the California Grand Californian Adventure, or yeah. Disneyland or whatnot, and they get their beignets or, you know, a little something, something quick right there. But they did. I mean, they had a cart out there. Um, and now that the restaurant is more so open, that now it's time and they redid all of that. Now it's time for the express window, which had stayed open, um, you know, for their time to come due. But I mean, hopefully the nice thing is with it's, if it's a, since it is a smaller area that it wouldn't take as long, uh, on it. And as far as the new jazz kitchen sign, like I said, before they had the saxophone up on the corner of the building up top, that's no longer mm -hmm. gone. It just has a generic jazz kitchen sign, which kind of stinks. And then they put one across the front as well, um, right below the outside dining area. And it looks um, basic. Yes, very basic. So which that's what we saw and all of the um, the promo work and everything for it. So I have I have a feeling they want to change it because of its its ties to Tiana's new area there in mm -hmm. New Orleans Square. So yep. because they probably it's going to be more streamlined as, you know, the area is going to be more streamlined. So it makes sense. Right. And I mean, and then the other thing that's coming on that, too, is 
Uh, and I completely forgot about this or didn't realize it because um, Earl of Sandwich is now in the old La Brea Bakery. Temporarily, once, yeah. Uh, yep. And then once um, they start getting uh, construction going on on the west side there where the theater was at and all of that, uh, then Earl of Sandwich's building is going to come back up over there. So they'll move out of La Brea Bakery. That's where the new Portos is going to go at. Okay. Um on La Brea Bakery. And I think on that, I think they're going to completely take that building all the way down and rebuild it new. Um, really? And then uh, right now, the um, Catal and Uva Bar are closed. Okay. Um, on uh, outside, those walls are up. And on that, so Sprinkles closed, which is the Cupcakes place. Right. And it's like, oh, wait, that's weird. Why did it close? I mean, granted, it is like 10 bucks for a cupcake. But what they did is to for more room for the restaurant that's going in there because that sprinkles is right next door to it. So I think that's going to be like their um, kind of waiting area, lobby area there um, for it, because the spot right now that it's in, it could get really um bottlenecked right there because you got people waiting for the restaurant and then with the ufa bar being in the middle everyone walks around it on either side and that side where the restaurant's at you got people hanging out there and then people trying to get through big time bottleneck so they're doing um taking sprinkles out and then once that gets built or finished up then they're gonna have the um Oh, I can't remember the name of it, but the Asian place um, is coming in like Sim Dai Fung or something, something like that. And mm-hmm. that is going to go in Tortilla Joe's. So Tortilla Joe's is going to be no. bye bye once no. yeah, once the Uva bar gets to the um, it's an it's a Mexican restaurant. Um, on it under the same family as what the Uva bar and Catal is. But oh, once they, they finish, they probably will they have the same food you think? Um, what do you mean? Same food as tortilla Joe's, maybe possibly a little bit of the similar food. If it's the same family. Well, no, no, no. Same family as Catal and Uva bar. What's, oh, going, what's going in there okay. is, a, is the same family, but it's going to be, um, Mexican, uh, style food. So the thing is, is now you have two Mexican restaurants right there um, on it. So it's like, hey, take out, you know, Tortilla Joe's, poor Tortilla Joe's, but they're going to be gone. And then the the um, Asian place is going to go there at Tortilla Joe's. So well, that that's whole area is just going to be completely, you know, within the next handful of years is going to be completely different than what it is. Um, that's crazy man right now with jazz kitchen kind of spirit going to be the first one to uh well it's already open but to go down there but i hope with that the mexican restaurant that's coming is they have some sort of like express window or whatnot like tortilla joe's has where if i just want to get a uh you know a burrito and sit down outside or whatnot like you could at at uh at tortilla joe's and just eat really quick and not do a full sit down um i mean granted tortilla joe's had that around the side there but um where you could have that area as do you well think that that, that villa i think that villa napoli was like the first one to have like the quick service set up like that weren't they 
Yeah, I think so. Because I remember when I went with our family, and that would have been 2002. And that's what me and my brother had for dinner all the time. Because you get a big old slice of pizza there. We get oh, that yeah. in a soda and just, you know, eat that and then go back into the parks or catch the monorail, go back into the parks. Yeah, that because, place, Because man, it, it was, was like, it was cheap. It was like 10 bucks. It, it was tasty, too, because I had the barbecue chicken pizza when we went, and I had no idea what barbecue chicken pizza really was. Like, I was like, I don't want barbecue sauce. I thought they put barbecue sauce and tomato sauce on the pizza, but they don't. Oh, and so yeah. I was confused, and that's my dad ended up. They ordered that for the table, and I had a slice, and I'm like, "This is amazing." This and, is delicious. And they were like, "I think they were they were one of the first ones to start that quick service idea where they're like, look, yep, we could we could have you know all this stuff here that's like you know get a quick little thing here and then a quick little thing there and then you know not have to worry about um, going anywhere else. And I, that's, I'm pretty sure that's what they did because that was. That was brilliant, man. I mean, it was made so much easier. If you're staying at the Disneyland Hotel, you just run up there real quick and go get something because, you know, maybe you don't want to get room service or whatnot. But mm -hmm. And the cool thing is, is right outside there, they have the trash cans that have the tiny little rectangle pizza slot where you could throw the, uh, the pizza boxes in or the pizza box. Instead of having the big, you know, flapper on it, it just has yep. a little cutout, which is awesome. Yes, sir. Because you don't um, you don't see that anywhere else. No, you don't. And the lastly, we have my favorite thing that's the most adorable thing that we have in our pile today, even more adorable than um, Timon. It is the new Grogu Sippers available at Disneyland Park for Star Wars Month for $29.79. It is adorable. I think he has one of those little blue fish in his little cup there. I can't really tell 100% what it is because it's kind of hidden a little bit. But... Um, it's it's sweet. It's it's the it's one of the coolest ones I've seen, um, and I, I feel like they're they're going towards the traditional sipper more. You know what I mean? Like yep. we get so many of these ones, like it's a big old giant thing, and it doesn't it doesn't really feel like it's a sipper. It feels like it's just like a container that looks like whatever they want it to look like. And now it feels like they're going back to their their roots of oh, this is a sipper. So this literally is made for you to drink out of. This is not like a like a toy to mount. It's literally made a drink yeah. out of. Uh, luckily, most of them don't have, they don't put the drink inside of it anymore, which is smart because then you can just put it in your bag and you can keep it, you know, nice. And because, I mean, up until when I went with Tim and we did our praying in front of the Matterhorn, we still mm -hmm. had to take it. We got a sipper. We had to take it and we had to get it. We had to wash it out uh, in a sink in a bathroom somewhere because it's, yep. Because they put the drink in it, so now they don't yep, do they that. Put the drink so. in it. And and like you're saying, so it's a feature. Uh, it's a sipper featuring Grogu holding a cup of soup and smiling. A blue sorghum frog is inside the cup. A lanyard is attached, so it does have the frog in it. So it, it is the baby from the, from the lady. <laughs> That's kind of gruesome, right? That means it's the babies from that one episode where he he eats mm -hmm. the baby. He's going after the babies. Oh, and it looks like that the yep the, they light the up. head of the frog can swivel too. Really? Yep in the in the in the cup that he's holding. Man, they're going all out on that. That's cool. Oh, it's a video. That's what I was wondering what it is. Yeah, no, it could swivel back and forth, and then it looks like um, you could kind of. 
push it and it goes up and down as well. Oh, that's pretty so, cool. That's kind of advanced yeah. for that. Right. Well, so, that's all we got go. for you this week. Um, it was a, a nice, nice and tight one we had for you this week. So uh, thank you guys all for coming through and always listening and always hanging out, having fun with us. It's greatly appreciated. Um, make sure you come back here weekly. Um, I'm shooting to try and get it uploaded Friday mornings, but hey, things happen sometimes. But uh, I do appreciate everyone who comes through and listens. It's 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 nice to see what we have listens from all over. Um, a lot of them in Tim's area, a lot of them in my area, and in Florida as well. But uh, thank you guys all for coming through uh, for the FOMOcast. I'm Chris, and I'm Tim, and we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>